Hey, everybody, it's the Bill Bennett Show, a podcast that takes a look at the news of the day. We have thoughtful conversation about things that matter. I am Bill Bennett. Consider this uh, an extra kind of bonus episode this week. I'd say bonus given context. It's not good news. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to share my thoughts on the Russian invasion of Ukraine. I believe this could be one of the first of several mini episodes of the podcast. We'll keep you posted on that. Uh, and I will continue to share my thoughts and ask Claude for his uh, as things develop. Uh, Claude, there we go. Uh, we're mm-hmm. watching the situation. Let me give you my thoughts off the top on a couple of things. First of all, um, most of the reporting is the Russians are bogged down. Yes and no. They're bogged down by taking these cities by occupation and so on. But they're not bogged down in terms of weaponry. Right. And my worry now is that the Russians turn and just say, well, you know, we couldn't do it in a kind of conventional way. So now we're going to use the thermobaric weapons. We're going to blow these people away. Uh, He's even raised the specter of uh, nuclear alert. I think that's for other nations, not so much for Ukraine. But he's got firepower to just blow these people away. And uh, that's what I'm worried about him doing because of the frustration. Now, in what, fourth, fifth day? Mm-hmm. not being able to take Ukraine. Your comments? I think you're absolutely right. It's the first thing that I thought of when, you know, and, and listen, God bless the, the people in Ukraine standing standing back fighting, trying to, you know, resist. But the first thing I thought about was, I'm not sure if Russia is going full-fledged, full force at the moment, you know? And, and, and yes, resist as much as you can. But I do think that, you know, a certain level of frustration if sanctions or supplying more military uh, arms and stuff uh, doesn't, doesn't happen that he could get frustrated and say, it's time to turn up the heat and let's go for it. Uh, and that's what I don't want to see. Like you said, I don't think that they're bogged down because they can't do it. I think they're bogged down due to, to strategy, initial strategy. Well, the odd uh, irony here is, I think, picking up on what you just said, or a piece of it is the weapons are coming uh, to the Ukrainians, you know, the stingers uh, and the javelins and other things. Uh, That's good for them. However, the effect of that can be to escalate the war. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That stuff starts getting fired at you, then you fire back. And simple fact is the Russians have superior military power. I'm afraid if I had to predict, I would say they will subdue this uh, this country in a matter of uh, days, maybe a week or two. That's that's my worry. Now, do we get further involved in Apparently, we got something like 100,000 troops over there in that area. Need to be very careful. Mm-hmm. Say it again. Need to be careful because we cannot get involved in a nuclear war with Russia and China. If it were just Russia, it would be okay. Wouldn't be okay. We'd still get a lot of people killed. Right. But we'd prevail. If it's Russia and China, not so clear. We don't have missile defense, as our friends Joel Farkas and Brian Kennedy pointed out. So we cannot risk that wider war. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it, it, it's just a shame this all had to happen. It didn't have to happen. Uh, he was encouraged to do so. He's paying for it because the world's buying his oil, including the United States, because mm-hmm. we shut down our oil uh, and our our uh, our natural gas and our you know our our, our fuel supplies, XL pipeline, etc. And uh, you know any fossil fuel posture of this administration made it impossible. And, you know, people say, well, let's just gear up the XL pipeline and, you know, start producing. Well, the problem is you're not to do that, as Joel Farkas was explaining to me. You've got to get people to invest in these companies, give them the money 
to do what it is they need to do to produce the oil. And they're not going to be able to do that as long as you have these governmental ESG requirements. That's environmental, social, governmental. And this is, you know, this string of regulations and rules and procedures, you know, aimed at turning us green. And so you can't just flip a switch here. And that's uh, that's a problem. I mean, the world is coming to one conclusion. And it's very interesting to me to see the consensus and people are pouring out vodka. You know, they're getting rid of their Russian goods. I just keep reflecting. I wish we could do that for China, you know, who's got running concentration camps. But let's talk about the risk again. We don't want to risk that broader war. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I think as these brave, brave people in Ukraine fight this thing, it's going to be called for, well, let's get involved and help them. Just don't think we can risk it. So, uh, you know, um, I'll tell you one thing that occurred to me. The old secretary of education saw these films of these uh, college students making Molotov cocktails, you know. Yeah, uh-huh. I saw that. And, and walking into war and walking up to the tanks. And the lesson there for our kids, our young people, would our, would our guys do that? I think they would. Hope mm-hmm. they would. But not spun out on drugs and stuff, they would. Mm-hmm. But uh, also, you, know, it's, you got to say this has been a big boost for the Second Amendment. You see these uh, women from Parliament there in Ukraine sitting there in the camera with a Kalashnikov or a AK-47 in their laps, mm-hmm. you know. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Pretty, mm-hmm. pr- pretty interesting. It's remarkable to me uh, the way that the world has come together. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, Biden has his uh, State of the Union Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. Some timing on that, boy. Let me just say one other dimension of this. People have said, well, forget nuclear. He's not going to go nuclear, but expect uh, some cyber efforts here. What's the word I'm looking for? Cyber warfare, yeah. And hacking some, and all this. Yeah. Some cyber warfare. Mm-hmm. Well, at what point does cyber warfare constitute an attack essentially equivalent to a nuclear attack? Right. Right. I mean, if if you know, if your cyber attack is such that it shuts down our system, our grid, you know, heating, air conditioning, TV, radio, you know, communications, basically, that seems to me to be an act of war, serious act of war. Does that plunge us into the into the uh, you know into the fire pit? I don't know. But you know, people say, well, you know, we're not going to have a nuclear war. Maybe there'll be a cyber thing. Cyber thing in its destructiveness can be mm-hmm. pretty damn deep and wide. Right. And not only not only in what it takes away from people, but then the the reaction that will happen. I mean, you know, we it was just months ago when people thought there'd be a gas shortage. People were going to gas stations trying to fill up water bottles with, with gasoline. And so the reaction that people will have if, like you said, heating air, when Internet's down, phone towers are down, televisions aren't on, you know, cable and satellites are down. People will panic. And so it's not even just the like the how it will disable life but then the 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 cause of panic in people it can be devastating absolutely yeah we'll monitor the situation in the meantime we salute the brave people of ukraine many ways of corrupt regime we we still think that you know there was some deal done there in ukraine with hunter biden Uh, that's kind of been forgotten but we'll put that to the side at the moment and -hmm. just uh Look at the facts and the courage and bravery of these people. And I'm just worried that Putin, whatever his mental state, is going to give the order, you know, wage, you know, wage hell, you know, Mm -hmm. destroy the country. He's got to be a little hesitant on that because he thinks that country is Russia. Mm -hmm. You know, it's part of Russia. So if you really want to destroy that country, which he's going to own, 
Don't know. Great question. We'll see how it pans out. And again, we'll do several mini episodes. And, you know, you had mentioned the State of the Union. I wasn't going to talk about about it, but I was just, uh, you know, mentioning to a friend of mine yesterday for the first time in years. I mean, since, you know, the, the second Bush administration, I'm not sure if I even want to watch the State of the Union. I mean, I, I think I have to because of, you know, what I do with, with this show and several others. I don't know if I even want to watch it. Like, what about, are you going to, are you watching? Are you, maybe we should yeah, do no. a special yeah, episode but, but, afterwards too, but. But for the same reason, Claude. Yeah. It's just, for, I mean, but for homework, but for the required reading mm-hmm. that the State of the Union constitutes for both of us, because we're in this news business, I wouldn't watch it. I mean, that's just, yeah. I'm not looking forward to it. Maybe we should do a, a mini episode after the State Wednesday. of the Union. Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, I think we we'll should. See. All right. All right, good. Okay, that's our thoughts. We'd love your thoughts. You know how to write us. I don't know how you write us, but God will tell us, right? Yes. Now. Just send an email to uh, Bill Bennett Podcast at, at gmail.com. Thank you, Claude. We'll check in and you check in with us later, folks. Thank you.